All right, we've already cut ourselves off from talking about events of the day once, so, well, actually, kind of twice. <laughs> so, why don't we just get started before, uh, so we can get the whole show in before Jared bursts into fire. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, Ian wasn't here for that, right? Oh, yeah, my air, I had to turn my AC off. No! Yep. Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, July 27th, 2021. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. Uh, if you want to join in on the conversation, you can go to our Patreon page, and uh, signing up there will allow you to uh, chat with us directly while we record on Discord Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, if you can't do that, you can post to our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. Uh, this week we'll be talking about, well, it just happened today, we'll definitely be talking about the, the congressional hearing on January 6th. Uh, but, uh, but first, that this came up... Fest? <laughs> the love fest yeah, yeah the love fest mm -hmm. on january 6th uh but first this came up uh jeff posted this in our discord page earlier today and uh, i thought we should talk about it uh rebecca jones if you remember back uh i don't know several episodes several months now at this point um we talked about a uh woman in florida who worked for the uh the I don't, actually i don't know who her actual employer was but she worked on the uh the dashboard the florida covid dashboard and uh we had talked about her and the story was that she had uh been fired for not manipulating the data the way she was instructed to make things appear better than they actually were and then later there was a story about the police coming and and raiding her home and uh under the the idea that she had posted some message to a group of people who she wasn't supposed to be posting to and so there was some misinformation in that she was a hero she was What's a that? she was a hero right she was well, yeah for yeah so she was definitely portrayed as this as this hero, and we had the discussion about it. And I remember there was a dissenting voice in our discussion. I remember Ian saying, like, well, maybe the police had a reason for, for you know, breaking down her door. Maybe she was refusing to cooperate with them. And we had the, we had a whole discussion about it. Well, well now, wait a minute. It's not like Ian was on to the fact that she might have been grifting. I think we were talking about the fact that she wouldn't let the police in was the sticking point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I'll give Ian some credit that they should have busted the door down and t ripped her out. <laughs> now, as it turns out, the facts of the the facts as we know them now are that she was not someone who manip manipulated the data or a data an analyst. She was a a uh, someone who worked on the web page. She was a web designer. Now. Could it still be that they tried to get her to do something to make it seem, make the cases seem better than what they were? Sure. But it wasn't manipulating the data, which was the story at the time. It might have been subtly. I mean, right now, Florida is just displaying um, cases weekly instead of daily, which is a, a subtle way of kind of smoothing the data. Right. And, but and, that they're, does... and, they're, 
and they're releasing it on Friday afternoons when, you know, people aren't paying as much attention looking towards the weekend. So that's, but that's all subtle. That's not changing the numbers. And the, a lot of states do that. A lot of states yeah. have been doing the weekly thing because it does smooth things out because sometimes Monday seemed horrendous because they didn't have all the data from the weekend until people updated on Monday and Mondays always seemed horrendous and they weren't necessarily. So it does smooth it out. In any case, this what she was wanted for, the reason the police were knocking on her door, apparently she was not fired for, for manipulating the website or for not manipulating the website. She was fired because she was collecting personal information and there was something about she deleted admin rights on a, on a server except for herself. And there was a whole bunch of different, like, I don't know all the details, but there's a lot more to it than what the original story had shown. So not, so, so basically not a, not a government employee for Florida. She was contracted out to work on a website. Yes. Okay. And when the police came to her house, they were looking to recover a laptop that had personal information of like 19,000 people who she had since contacted to tell them that she was fired for, you know, not manipulating the data and et cetera. And, and as it turns out, she was, giving a falsehood to all these people and she wasn't supposed to be having all of their contact information to begin with. And that that's why the police were there. How did how did none of this come out at the time? Right. Because, that's my big question. I mean it's not like this was picked up by one news source. It was picked up by multiple news sources. Because at times liberals act like the right does. Every once in a while, we go, oh, she's a hero, and we prop her up instead of really looking at her motivations and then reacting when she opens up a GoFundMe I did, and so, then reacting oh, when- before, before you get to the yeah, be, Before you get to the GoFundMe, because I have some questions about that, but we're not simply talking about like propping her up as a hero. Like, there are like major gaps in the story. Not, or not yeah. gaps, like just, just straight up falsehoods that were not- I mean, we all thought she worked for Florida- Right, was asked to do this, refused right. to do it, and then released the information. That is completely right. not what happened. I mean, let no me, one. Let me hop in here real quick <laughs> because I clicked. Mm. I clicked on the link, and I assume you guys have also clicked on the link. You assumed mm. wrong, my friend. <laughs> let me tell you where this new information is coming from, Jared. Okay. That's Uh-oh. blowing apart this false narrative. Well, it's boy. from RonDeSantis.com. The guy who rounded her up and put her in prison. We are now taking the press release that those people put out and saying, oh, well, there's there's some new new factual information. Well, now there's another <laughs> new layer to this story. <laughs> That's why it took so long to come out. The people who burst in her house and imprisoned her put this information out and said, oh, she was never a hero. She was really uh, doing this. And now we're like, yeah, that's true. She must be a villain. <laughs> I mean, the real answer is somewhere in the middle. She's neither right. a villain nor an angel. She has done some questionable things. Florida has done some questionable things. Most people are shitty. And shes they're all included in the shitty category. Well, now, I want to defend myself for what Ian just said. <laughs> that, we're, that we're a bunch of mouth-breathing dummies that believe anything. Was I not just <laughs> asking the question where this information came from? <laughs> That's why I chopped in. Okay, okay. Yeah. Like, what I don't understand is what was her goal to grift? So now, now let's go to the GoFundMe because I I got to the part where she ran a GoFundMe. What happened with the GoFundMe? Did she just take the money and run? Well, she was doing it as a, a legal fund, so she has not um been in court yet. So that remains to be seen. Okay, I wasn't sure if you know, like you know, she hit her goal and shut it down, and nobody knows what happened. 
She did not hit her goal. Her goal was $350,000. Her GoFundMe, the last, and according to the video that, that it was going to be on the website, her goal was, was $350,000, and she had hit $312,000 in the, the GoFundMe. Did so, she hires her lawyer that she needs that much money, but... That seems like a lot of money, but I don't know. I don't know what all, like, so, I don't know. So Lawyers what, are expensive, so... So what was her end game in the long run? Either way. I don't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> I mean, for a lot of people, the end game is just the drama. So uh, unknown at this point. We don't have an informi- enough information to Ian's point. I mean, it's, it, some of it looks questionable. Some uh, of it uh, looks. I mean, I mean, that's my next question. Did anybody fact check what Ron DeSantis put out? <laughs> well, just so you know, the only source that's cited in this article is the National Review. Right. Mm. Mm. And the National Review was also what uh, the video from Rebecca Watson, who uh, the, that was what was posted on uh, in Discord. She was listen, uh, listing the National Review now, and she clearly says this is a right wing article. Publication. Yeah. So at first, she just completely disregarded it because you just you can't believe anything that's on it. So the parts of parts of the story could still ring true. We just don't know. Because right. some of the things that were said in the original articles are clearly not true. Right. She's not a data analyst. Do you know that for sure? I, it, <laughs> I'm only asking because now you're – because our only it's, source – It's true. <laughs> it, no, it's a good point. Um, we don't know for sure because that information is coming from the National Review and from DeSantis.gov or whatever that site was. Right. So I think the the main um, key to this is, um, you know, stay tuned because there's going to be more information that comes out. The, the truth is in the middle there somewhere. We just don't know what it is at this point. Right. Don't give her money, but also don't right. hold her and prop her up as, as a – Sure. I'm just saying yeah. don't dismiss her because the National Review right. says she's a bad guy. Yeah. I mean, this is the same country that still says that Snowden was a low-level analyst and yeah. definitely not a spy. But yeah, you're right. He's up to no good. Wait, Edward Snowden's a spy? <laughs> <laughs> Edward Snowden is, uh, well, he's a retired spy, I assume. I don't know what he's doing for money these days. Mm. I mean, I've heard Edward Snowden say he was a low-level analyst, so. <laughs> Are you telling me Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Uh, Al- or John McAfee. <laughs> if, if you clan- if you glance over at Discord, Alpha, despite everything we've talked about, is really got something stuck in his craw about her being working in IT <laughs> and doing what she did. Yeah, he, and Alpha's completely right. I mean, w- one of the big rules in IT is you don't you have the power to look at other people's shit. Don't do it because it it, it will you will lose your job quickly if you go look at other people's stuff just because you, you are have the power never to do rewarded it. For no, for doing that, <laughs> no. You've been trusted she, with the power. I thought she worked for an internet. I, who the fuck knows? I'll wait and see how this shakes out. Well, as the webmaster, she would have you know admin access to the servers that she runs on. The databases are on the servers, so she had access. She had access to give herself access to data that she didn't need access to. Is the current okay? Theory that's it, that's from it. that if website. You, if you go by the National Review story, okay, right, right. So, so he could. So Alpha could be getting mad about something that's not true. Possibly. <laughs> okay, I'm just you know everybody's. Picking sides in this, and I'm just like, wait a minute. <laughs> I thought we established that there is no side to the shit. Mm. So he's saying, if true, it's really bad. It, it's yeah. really difficult because, I, you know, I know the original story, but I don't know where the original story came from. I don't remember which sites, you know, was it all from, from one journalist and just propagated or was it – so I haven't had – I haven't spent any time – 
looking back to see where the original story came from and and why it didn't include some information that I, I think at this point it should have. So it's difficult. Yeah. So to go back to Rebecca Watson, Rebecca Watson is the person that um, the video that we're talking about. She's the one that said, all right, mea culpa, I got it all wrong. And she, she had um, told her story to evidently she's a popular blogger and a whole bunch of people follow her. She also did another story, which I thought was interesting, which was, did you know that on January 6th, a man did not tase himself in the nuts and die of a heart attack? <laughs> Do you remember that story? One of the people that died at on January 6th was because he had um, tasered himself in the nuts and caused himself to have a heart attack. That was not true, surprisingly enough. <laughs> I kind of remember hearing something about that. Yeah, yeah, I remember the story and I remember hearing about it not being true nearly immediately afterwards. Ah, okay. So the point of the story is, is whenever we hear something on the news, just go, I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> Consider the sources is the important part. Well, who is the source on the guy tasing his nuts? Twitter, evidently. Oh, well. <laughs> somebody made a somebody made a joke, and it you know got picked up from there. A guy did got, die from a heart attack, and evidently um, he had a taser with him, but the rest of it was you know people were having a chuckle. I heard about somebody having a heart attack after getting trampled. I think I don't know that that was true either. And what do I do? Where do I go? <laughs> For what? <laughs> I For got, your news? Just get out. I just got to get out of the loop. No, I don't. Where do I go so I don't get any more news of any sorts? <laughs> <laughs> so the end all to the end all to that story is one: we're going to have to uh, dig a little deeper to find out what was going on, and maybe we're just not going to know until you know things come out in court a little bit. So yeah. While we're on the topic of really confusing stories. I'm going to move on to Chick-fil-A. So there is a story going around, and I have actually seen it on my Facebook page, about uh, Uganda announcing a bill to legalize murdering gay people. And the story goes, the National Christian Organization paid a preacher to go to Uganda and help lawmakers with a bill. And that Chick-fil-A funds National Christian Organization. Dude, I so thought you were going to say Uganda put this law into effect and then Chick-fil-A decided to open 50 new stores in Uganda. <laughs> so <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> so this, the, there's, there's some truth to it and some not quite so much. If you take a look at the story on PolitiFact, PolitiFact lists it as mostly false. Now you think, okay, mostly false. So that means that that's, it's, it's generally not true. Well, so here's the thing. <laughs> a preacher did go to Uganda at that time. That, that preacher's, uh, his money was paid for by a church, not directly by a Christian foundation. Christian foundation did give, give money to that church for missionary work. There's no evidence that the preacher talked to any people in the legislative body in Uganda. I mean, he'd had dinner with a few of them. There's no, nothing saying that he influenced them to promote killing gay people. There's no direct money that goes from Chick-fil-A, the corporation, to this national Christian organization. However, the company, Chick-fil-A, has two foundations that, uh, that one is funded specifically by the company was created in uh, 2012 by the company. So the Chick-fil-A Foundation is completely funded by the company's money. There's also Windshape Foundation, which was created by the Cathy family who 
own Chick-fil-A. So there's two nonprofit foundations where that are in play here. And the problem with trying to track the money is they regularly transfer funds between those foundations as tax write-offs. Money from Chick-fil-A and money from the Kathy family go into the two foundations, but like the Kathy family only funds the Winshave Foundation and the Chick-fil-A company only funds the Chick-fil-A Foundation. But then the money gets muddled because they mm. give money to each other. And it was the Winshave Foundation funded by the family, that gave money to the National Christian Foundation that then gave money to get this preacher into Uganda. So it's mostly false in that we can't prove that this dollar bill went to this person to go to Uganda because it went through three different foundations before it got there and we don't know, like it wasn't a check that said, go to Uganda and kill the gays. <clears throat> so what you're saying is it's completely true? It's mostly false in that there's no way to track it because we don't track nonprofits to so that level. It's mostly level. false in that PolitiFact wants to avoid a liable suit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's completely true in that Dan Cathy spends all of his billions of dollars trying to destroy gay people. Yes. The latter part, I think, is completely true. <laughs> okay. He's just not doing it directly and in a way that's provable. Right. I've been in a conversation with a friend who we all know, uh, who argues that Chick-fil-A has never given money directly to people to, to harm the LGBTQ community. And directly? that is, what's that? D directly? Yeah, probably not. Indirectly? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they, they actually do. Because I was going to say, I feel like they used to do it directly, mm. and then they got caught, and now Dan does it privately, and- and Chick-fil-A, the, the charitable organization, only supports things like fighting childhood hunger and, like, homelessness. I don't know. Yeah, that sounds correct. They did a PR campaign and went, well, if, all right, we really, really want to continue pushing the gay people down. So we'll just, we're will just we going to have to be a little bit more sneaky about it now. Right. So there and is a – the, the, the PolitiFact website goes into quite a bit of detail about how the – the Chick-fil-A Foundation definitely does not give money to the anti-LGBTQ groups. However, Windshape definitely does, and the Chick-fil-A Foundation gives money to Windshape. Right. So, but it's but it's too it's too complicated and uh, too many steps to counter our friend and say they do, just not directly. And he goes, blah blah blah, whatever. They don't do it directly, so I'm going to continue eating the chicken that I like. Exactly. Yeah. What a confusing mess. And I've learned one thing in yeah. it that I, that I already held true. Chick-fil-A is a bunch of fucking scumbags and I won't eat there. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That, that is also still true. Yeah. So if you want to take a look at the article, there's a lot of information in there. But in the end, Chick-fil-A is still a piece of shit company. And uh, yeah, I would encourage you to not support them. Uh, moving Done. on. So we had a discussion. Again, this is all in a follow-up. Um, we had a discussion about what do what do these people who are doing all these things that appear to be extremely racist, what do, what do they sound like behind closed doors? Well, <laughs> here's an example of the, I don't know, a guy who oh. <laughs> decided that he was going – I mean, this wasn't even behind closed doors. This was nope, at This a, was in public out loud and he stood by it. I on a camera. So confused by this when I've seen this because I didn't <laughs> investigate any further, but go go oh. on because I got to know I, – I, what is the context of what – well, say what he's saying before we go. <laughs> well, For those what who is don't know the what context? I, I don't even know. Like there was a 
I don't know what the context was, but in a Alabama council meeting, Tommy Bryant, whose real name, what was his real name? God, I even lost that. John. Um, John goes by Tommy. Bryant, who goes by Tommy for no good reason. He's an adult man. Why would he go by Tommy? <laughs> it's not even his name. Anyway, uh, he was retorting against a uh, person who had, had spoken. Member of the public said that uh, she had used the N-word. And Bryant said, let's get into the N-word. And then referred to a uh, female black member of the uh, of the council and said, do we have a house nigger here? Do we? Do we? And then gestured to her and said, would she please stand up? Wow. So it wasn't. His, <laughs> his defense was that, well, this is what the mayor said. And the mayor's black and he, he said it. So that makes it OK. And I can say <laughs> it, too. In the, the council the, meeting, the, referring the, the to... The mayor said, house nigger? No. Or just use the N-word? Just use the N-word. So he well, thought that uh, that was, gave him carte blanche to say what he said? Oh, yeah. I thought that, I thought, he, well, his, he had, Bryant had said that the, the mayor actually said it oh, to her. Sure. However. Not- <laughs> Still, buddy. That does, <laughs> that does not give you the right to... Use that term toward another person on your council. I mean, uh, on a to, toward a peer. Like that's just. But why even? Do, why do it? I, mean, I don't understand. What, what, I, like he wasn't trying to make a point. His point, I think, was that uh, the city needs to know what kind of terminology the mayor uses behind closed doors. Okay, so there was sort of a point to it. Like he was trying to be shocking and and use it that way because because I don't know. He's an old white man. He does not get a license to do that. I, no, <laughs> I get sure. that. But I'm just saying, like, he's, I mean, he can't be that dumb to just go, no, oh, yeah. cool, I can say that now. And again, why say it to somebody who who's on the same board as him? I'm mean, throwing house in front of it kind of escalates the situation as well. Right. So I. that's why I was like, did somebody say this term and he's using it now to show, I don't know. But now he's defending the fact that he said it and he's not trying to explain himself or his well, explanation his explanation was that the mayor said the word. Right, exactly. The mayor said it, and that apparently gives him the right to say not only say it, but to say it towards a specific person and to call them out and ask them to stand up. Like I, I just I don't I don't get it. I mm. I don't know what he was thinking. And the the idea that is he really that dumb? Well, I mean, you know, mm. we're talking about Alabama, so talking about an old white man, old white man in Alabama. He's racist. Yeah, odds are sure. Yeah, I don't, I'm not I, saying that all old, all old white men in Alabama are racist, but I'm saying, um, you know, statistically, probably. And yeah, uh, uh, Alpha, Alpha, I think about that all the time. Louis C.K. definitely did the bit where saying the N-word is just as shitty as using the word because you just made everybody think it. Right. But now you're you're not bad because you you didn't actually say it. But now everybody still has to think it. So you're still you're still shitty. So yes, and it is a little weird because I use the word and then the n word in the same sentence. But because I feel like there's probably a quota that I shouldn't go over, uh, you know, just because I'm white. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, but on the other hand, a- you know, I've used the argument we're all adults here. We we can use the word because it's in context of what this person said. But not everybody buys that anymore. Mm. And I will err on the side of caution. Right. On the <laughs> sure. other hand, I mean, back to, I'm just, I just can't believe that that an old racist man heard the word and said, oh, cool, I can call my colleague this. 
I just oh, can't. I just can't believe that that's what happened. Yeah. I, I yes. You you see that in human interaction all the time. Um, one person in a group of people says a slightly um, racist or a slightly you know sexist joke, and if nobody protests, everybody pushes it a little further. But that happens every time. He just jumped way over the line. I mean, allowing people to use words in a social context has has implications and has ramifications. You let people take a little bit and they'll take more. And other people will then say, oh, it must be all right. So I will continue and keep but pushing until somebody says no. Was he trying to be mean? Okay, this is what I don't understand. Was he trying to be mean to her? Because despite the fact that he shouldn't have been using the N-word to begin with, even saying house nigger to a black person amongst black people is derogatory. Sure. Yeah. So what was he trying to do? I think... And again, this is me trying to get into his mindset, but right, I, and I, I know I, I am asking the impossible here for you guys to figure out what this guy was thinking. <laughs> if, if I had to make a total, just wild ass guess, I think he was trying to point out the mayor used his position to use this term and you didn't have a problem with it. So why would you have a problem with it with me referencing that? So he wasn't trying to disparage her. He was trying to make a point. But but this is what I'm confused. The the mayor actually said house nigger. Well, no, that's the mayor did not. The councilman did. Well, we don't know. He's saying the mayor did it behind closed doors. Ah. Was that the whole point oh, of the conversation that they were having? Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. So okay, it's starting to make a little more sense. I'm not saying it's right, but it, it, I, it, at least I could sleep tonight knowing that he's just not randomly spouting that off. But I don't think that justifies it in any way. I mean, he's really putting her on the spot in any case, and to use that term. In a council meeting, you're a member of the council or the chairman, I think, of the council. Like, it's just, it's so incredibly stupid. No, it is. Mm. I, I, again, it, I feel a little bit better about it just knowing that if they were discussing at the time what the mayor had supposedly said behind closed doors, that he was clearly trying to make some kind of point. He oh. fucked up royally. Just, <laughs> I want to be clear on that. I think that they were discussing the use of the word, and then he brought up what the mayor said behind okay. closed doors. All right, all right. The mayor's wife. Oh, it was the mayor's wife. Yes. Bryant made the comment as part of a discussion raised by members of the public about Facebook posts. Oh, by his by by Bryant's wife. Oh, it's his what's wife. What's the mayor have to do with this? <laughs> huh. Even better. Oh, this is getting deeper. So he apparently his wife said some racist stuff on Facebook, and he was attempting to defend her. And uh, by doing it by himself, saying okay. racist so, stuff okay. himself. So maybe it's a it's a, the situation is this that his wife said something on Facebook referring to that woman as the house nigger of the council, right? And maybe mm. they were discussing this, and to make a point that how ridiculous this is, he called on the woman and used that phrase to point out how ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, if that's the case, let's ask the. <laughs> I don't want to say it again because I've said it like 50 times. <laughs> no, I, I right. agree with the yeah. quota. You right. You're right. Yeah. Sorry. Like maybe that was the, what was going on and everyone's like, you dumb fuck. You just made it worse. <laughs> right. It has taken me some time to work my way through the article, but that is what the councilman is claiming. He says that he was – he said he did it because the city's mayor called that woman the exact same thing that he did in a previous meeting. Oh, so, so it's the not, council so person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a there's a bunch of moving parts in here. Wow. We yeah. have we have Tommy Bryant, who is the councilman who said the N word. He said it to Veronica Freeman, who is another 
black woman on the council. Mr. Bryant claims that in a previous meeting, the mayor had also called Veronica Freeman the exact same thing, had had said this to Veronica Freeman. He was just reiterating what the mayor had said. Oh, so he was acting like, out. What the- that's what he was saying. He's saying what you were asking, Jared. He said, well, you know, what's the issue with the N-word? The mayor came into this meeting. He called Veronica. That. <laughs> yeah, that. And except instead of saying that or trying to infer it in any way, he was very direct about it. And they went, <gasps> you can't say what he said. And he said, well, why was it OK for him to say that to Veronica? And then in a in a way of making the point, he said, well, let's ask the supposed phrase. Yes. Who's wrong. OK. It's still wrong, but I it seems correct. Le- it it's, seems it's less definitely <laughs> something that's very hard to navigate. Yeah. But he did not stand up. And out of context, scream this <laughs> right. at Veronica Freeman <laughs> or accuse her of being such. He said, in a previous meeting, here's what the mayor said about her. He used this exact phrase, which I am going to say now. And they said, <gasps> even to protest what the mayor had said, you may not say that for any reason. Mm-hmm. Please resign. Well, I wow. think that's fair. Again, you're at a council meeting. Like, I just, I can't comprehend the idea that you're in a public meeting with cameras and you think that that would be the appropriate place to bring this up. Like, even if you have a valid point, which I I don't really see that he did. Well, this would have simply been avoided if he said, well, let's just ask the woman in question right over there if this happened, instead of trying to up the ante of making the point about the word. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so... I don't Call know her where, Veronica. That's her name. Yeah, or what, or whatever. What anything but other than what he said. But yeah, Councilman Freeman. He was trying to make a point. Just his his judgment is horrible. It's like yeah. it's like he was doubling down. Dre's favorite phrase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't feel inclined to give him any leeway. But it's, I'm not the one that was hurt by it, so I don't get a say. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say you don't get a say. We all get to say. Sure. Yeah, he needs to resign. Okay. <laughs> I don't think he's. I don't think in that particular case he was trying to be racist. But I would also say, if you do, you think he's a racist behind closed doors? I'd say probably yes. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just one of those things. Like he was at a public forum. I don't. You know, regardless of what the topic was, if at any point in your brain you're like, you know, what I'm going to say next, <laughs> the N word. If your brain doesn't then say your options are don't say it or don't say it. <laughs> You need to you need to do better a little better mapping there in your mind. Yeah, yeah. Now, your, f- your filter might be broken. Yeah, it's not like he's Morgan Wallen. It's not going to sell four million extra records because he shouted it into the night. Mm. <laughs> oh, you kidding me? I'm sure Fox News is recruiting him right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy probably. Yeah, he's yeah. from yeah. Alabama he's City Councilman, the Fox News pundit. Yep, he's going to be a Fox <laughs> News contributor, <laughs> undoubtedly. And if that doesn't, it'll be OAN. If not, maybe Newsmax. Any one of these will pick him up. <laughs> Fox News pays better. Back to my uh, follow-ups. One thing, this is kind of a follow-up. We've been waiting for something on the whole uh, Roe v. Wade. Well, this one's uh, out and pretty direct. Mississippi has uh, filed asking the Supreme Court to overrule Roe v. Wade because, uh, according to Roe v. Wade, their recently passed law is unconstitutional and uh, they don't think that that should be. So they additionally filed to have the Supreme Court just overturn Roe v. Wade so that they don't have to go through the the whole thing of getting rid of their law. 
<laughs> we don't want to have to defend our law. Let's just get rid of the law that's mm. preventing us from making our law. Yes. <laughs> Classic Mississippi. Uh, part of the argument uh, is not only Roe, but uh, Casey, which was a uh, Planned Parenthood v. Casey. The decision that uh, states cannot place undue burden on the woman's right to choose uh, an abortion before fetal viability. Uh, they say that Roe and Casey are unprincipled decisions that have damaged the democratic pot process, poisoned our nation discourse, and plagued the law, and in doing so, <laughs> harmed this court. So it's not really a solid Supreme Court argument it by isn't. the sound of I it. Don't st I, again, I'm not a lawyer in any way. But that doesn't seem like a law argument. Like that's it. It cites nothing. It's it's just like my opinion is this is bad. Right. That's all uh, I yeah. see. We don't agree with this anymore. Can you change it? That's their argument. I'm sure there's some legal loophole that somebody investigated, though. You know, to make sure that you know that this works. Sure. I'm, there has to be more to it that that I just am not seeing. But I don't know. I, yeah, I, I like that you still want to believe that there has to be more to it, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> even after all we've seen and discussed on this show. Mm. But you're right. That is, I mean, at face value, that is shocking because what it says is, you know, they're like, oh, well, we got to get rid of Roe v. Wade because people like me give everybody else a hard time because I disagree with it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because yeah. people like me make public discourse impossible. I'm like, you're, yes. You are the issue, not the decision. Doesn't mean you overturn the decision. It means you shut up. <laughs> Just shut up for a change. Jesus. As stated on the Washington Post, uh, this will be a determining moment as to how the six to three conservative majority might uh, view the abortion rights. Now, I understand it is six to three uh, in conservative, but they have actually not taken cases in recent history because they didn't see it having the justification to actually allowing them to overturn it. Yeah, so, but Ray, that was because they're being pressured by the liberals to not take those cases. Mm-hmm. And, and what exactly? What pressure can liberals put on the Supreme Court? I have no Board fucking justices? idea, but yeah. they were they were they were buckling to the pressure. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, and, and they would do they would do the patriotic thing. Right. I mean, in the brief that's going before the court, um, she says that uh, Rowan Casey shackles states to a view of the facts that is decades out of date. Abortion jurisprudence has placed this court at the center of a controversy that it can never resolve. Changes in society and science have undermined Roe. So b basically, they're saying it's old-fashioned and out of date, and we should get rid of it. What? With that, that argument. Is that, how, argument, is that, is that I, the shelf life of a Supreme Court decision now? <laughs> yeah. That, that's – Yeah. So the Constitution is how old? Fuck it. Throw it on the trash and rewrite yeah. it. <laughs> exactly. That's what they want us to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if that were the case, then let – okay, if that's your actual argument, then let's do a scientific review. When does life start? What does science say about when life starts? If your argument is it <laughs> right. hasn't, it, the rule hasn't progressed with science. <laughs> right. Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> that they're going to take the word of scientists? <laughs> Yeah, clearly. <laughs> I mean, just in the context of, of the claims they're making, I'm, I'm to quote a great man, if we're talking shelf life, then don't bring up Jesus again to me. Because <laughs> I'm tired of hearing that story. Oh, it's Times so old. Times have progressed. <laughs> things have changed. It's so old. It's just not relevant anymore. Yeah. And nobody trusts those big fat cat scientists making all that money with their lies. <laughs> making all their COVID <laughs> money with their lies. Yeah. <laughs> Storing all their money in the uh, Cayman Islands. Those... <laughs> 
<laughs> snobby rich. I did. Scientists. I just looked at I looked at a list of Forbes top fifty billionaires, and it was all research scientists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking rich nerds. <laughs> it wasn't racist chicken sandwich makers. <laughs> Or tone-deaf billionaires just shooting themselves into space. <laughs> shooting themselves into space from boredom. <laughs> All right, we spent way too much time on follow-up. I'm going to hit this next one, and this is probably going to—I'm probably going to have to delete the rest of it after this. <laughs> um, I'm going to move on to politics because uh, we have to talk about this. Uh, mm. Give a little bit of pretext. The congressional hearing today originally started as a, hey, we want to do a 9-11 style review of what happened on January 6th this year when there was this insurrection. And the GOP McCarthy basically said, nope, we're not going to do this. We're going to fight you every step of the way. And Pelosi said, all right, well, then I'll just do it with just Democrats. That's fine. We can do that. We tried to include you, but hey, if you don't want to be part of it, that's your decision. And then McCarthy was like, well, you got to include some people. And she's like, well, why don't you make a list? I'll include five people from the uh, Republicans. And McCarthy made his list. And two of the people on the list were Jim Jordan's, known for his uh, cover-up of the sex scandal in Ohio State. And uh, Banks, I can't remember his first name, but Banks uh, had previously said, about January 6th that, well, if there's going to be a commission, then we need to delve into all of the violence that happened all last year when Antifa and Black Lives Matter attacked all these different cities. And uh, Pelosi said, yeah, no. How about uh, you're not going to completely sabotage this, our mission, and sure. uh, rejected those two. And then McCarthy once again said, Jim Banks, thank you, Jeff. Um, McCarthy once again said, all right, well, uh, if, you, if you're not going to take all of my five recommended people, then you can't have any of them. And again, Pelosi said, you know what? Okay, that's fine. We'll invite uh, Liz Cheney and what's the guy's name? Adam Kinsinger. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Kinsinger. Kinsinger. Hudson. Yeah. Um, so they who, were- Who part- cried today, and it was so, ugh. But go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, see- Okay, so yes, he did, and I kind of want to get into. So the stuff that happened today, it was it was a fairly gut wrenching emotional testimony and mm-hmm. answers that were given. So I don't know. I found Kinzinger. I mean, a lot of times I I I don't like what he has to say, and I I find him completely uh, I don't know putting on a show. But today I'm not so sure. Why did what? Why do you think so? I I, I mean I don't care how. Emotionally, I just don't believe that that would drive you to tears. But I, I, again, it was a great show. Look great. Good, good on you, Adam. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I'm keep fighting the good fight. So they went through a lot of the video and they asked the uh, four of the, the police officers who were, th- who were there to talk about what they went through, what, what they experienced, the emotions that they went through, how they were able to do it. And it really put the spotlight on just how horrible the insurrection was. And I think the the clear fact was that if they hadn't been there, if the police hadn't stopped them at the doors and, and where they could, things would have been way worse. We could have easily lost a couple of com- congresspeople, and that would have changed – I mean, that could have easily changed history. It, it was think- way closer than what I think a lot of people – understood. Right. I mean the possibility is real that they would have killed people. That 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 is a real possibility. 
they they had a um, a noose outside. Mob mentality, an, an amazing level of anger. If they'd have got their hands on people, their lives would have been in danger. Seriously. Oh yeah, I mean, even if every one of them was rational, that mob mentality of everybody getting riled up, something would have happened. Yeah. And I think the point that was made by 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 at least three of the four, the the one thing that that they asked for, and they they were mm. they were specifically asked, what would you what do you want us to do? What do you want us to to what would you consider a, a proper conclusion to uh, to these hearings? And the answer was to get the people responsible. Like the like the one guy said, if. If a person hires a mur- hires a killer and has someone killed, you arrest the person who did the murder, but then you also equally arrest the person who paid them. Right. We we need to get to the people who instigated this, and that was quite I mean, there clear. Was a, right. There was a lot of organizing and um, money arranging. People had all expense paid trips to Washington D.C. On, on January fifth to get there. Who was paying for them? They were given. There was tactics involved. There was organization. There was um, tools. There were weapons. There was tours the, a few days before. <laughs> there right. was tours a few days before. Yeah, this was not an out of the blue thing. This was organized. For oh, some and by them. the way, there were no tours going on at the Capitol at the time, but yet there were tours specifically right. for people who were there later at the riot. Is what what was meant? No, it's I not meant like there was. No, I meant that there was tours prior to the riot, like days before from. Right, but there were not allowed to be tours. I mean, the, the oh, really? Capitol building was shut down. Right, it was oh. shut down because of COVID. So how was she doing that? I, rules don't apply. Oh. It's just, government's just real willy-nilly here in the United States. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Not not that I want to move on from this yet, but uh, very related is a story that uh, uh, Karen put in here about Michael Flynn, who mm. was was given... An AR-15, I don't remember the story of how he had the AR-15, but when holding the AR-15 made the claim that maybe he will uh, go to Washington and find find, uh, somebody in Washington in order to to use this this weapon on. Uh, Thanks, Michael Flynn. (laughs) He was at the Church of Glad Tidings in Yuba City, California, when church members gave him a AR-15. And that's when he said the comment, and go to Washington, D.C. and maybe use it. So this wasn't a rod of iron church, but yet they no. had firearms. I- right. Cementing, again, the link between the church and crazy right-wingers. What a patriot. Yeah. You know, on, a a side, Christian. on another side note, <laughs> off of the main story, you've all heard my stories of lovable Bill Hall, local Milford insane mm. person. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Well- a couple of weeks ago was the first time I had an interaction with him where after he left, I honestly thought for myself, I was like, maybe I should tell the police about him. <laughs> oh. Be- because, you know, when Michael Flynn grabs a gun and says this out in public, I'm dealing with a guy who every time I see him walking down the streets here is complaining about Joe Biden and the Democrats and it's a communist country and China's taken over and we're all going to be in camps and blah, blah, blah. So that particular day. I'm sitting there looking at my phone, having a cigarette, and off in the distance I hear, I hope you know how to use a gun, Jared. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, why? What's going on, Bill? And he strolls by and he's like, I'm telling you, the war's coming. It's going to be a civil war. It's coming, Jared. It's coming. Right? And I was like, ah, all right, Bill. You know, it's coming, right? Then he gets a little bit farther down the alleyway and he turns around and he yells at me. He goes, let me tell you something, Jared. When, the, when it breaks out, I'm going to start shooting all Democrats. Everyone I see, and then he just turned around, and that's immediately when I go, 
Maybe I think I should tell somebody about him. <laughs> it might be good uh, to have that on the record, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was going to say, uh, if there's a way you can do it anonymously, obviously take that route. Well, mm. yeah, but, um, <laughs> you know, only because, you know, he's such a, without being fueled by right-wing propaganda and QAnon theories, like he's already a low-functioning, unstable person. Right. When he's talking, you know, then about how excited he is to commit murder, you're you're right to be concerned. Yes. Like, if he were anybody else, I would, uh, you know, I would dismiss it. Well, yes. Like, I yeah. get it. Uh, I get it. I get it that that's a fun thing that 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 crowd likes to talk about. They don't fully understand what war is. They certainly don't understand what a civil war is. They seem to think that Democrats and Republicans are going to go in the streets and they're going to be, you know, clearly labeled and we're going <laughs> to fight each other. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, obviously that's not the case. Obviously they simply have no grasp of, you know, history or current events or even reality. So, yeah. but yeah, someone getting really pumped about possibly getting to kill people uh i don't know what color jacket to get is it red or blue i don't remember <laughs> I, I i mean you know I, I would just let the military take care of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly and and if you thought to yourself well surely somebody has already called the police on him and they know about him they no, may not i have not said that it, it, no, okay. the, the the point of the conversation was is not that I'm a, a lovable dummy, Jeff, and somebody threatened me, and I was like, is this a threat? <laughs> it's that I've watched the de-evolution of a person before my mm. eyes over the years as a lovable, crazy person who who I never th feared before to going, holy shit, I feel like I might need to call somebody about him, you know? To a hateful, right. crazy person. yeah. Yeah. Like, I was like, wow, you know, it was always a joke that he's going to go off the rails, but he's now gone off the rails. <laughs> yeah, it's probably time to call. Well, he's found a group that will include him. Right. So now he's no longer just the wacky, dumpster diving little town character. Right. He's found a group that's like, yeah, come on in. And he's like, finally, my people. <laughs> yeah. Mm. You're right. But, but the point being that shit like what Mike Flynn just did does not help this case where, you know... <laughs> Where no. some, this might happen. No. I mean, he's a former military four-star general or some such thing. And he- Three, I believe. Oh, my Three, God. He's, okay. he's, he's probably- to, to, to Bill Hall, he's probably Captain America. For, yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> well, and he chants where we go one, we go all. So, you know. Yeah. Which is clearly just- that's a Flynn family saying. That has nothing to do with QAnon. Yeah, completely. Just, just happens to be the same exact thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's Trump's Ollie North. <laughs> sure but 10 times worse yes <laughs> oh yeah that guy was just a fall guy he was fun yeah <laughs> so i don't know if you want to circle back to the january 6th thing. <laughs> sure right that's where we started yeah is the uh i gotta say it was pretty i, I didn't watch it in, in its entirety i only watched clips but listening to some of those guys talk was it is like whew. i mean i knew it was yeah. bad and i've seen the videos but the one I really, my new favorite guy is the one guy with the beard who was just wasn't really like sad or shocked. He was just pissed off, <laughs> and he was yeah. like, "I want people to pay, and this is crazy." And you know, tell me you back the blue, and this is what you do. <laughs> well, he's the guy that got dragged down the steps and beaten. So yeah, oh, was he's it? right oh, to be my angry. God, Jesus. Yeah, right. Because then he had to go in front of people who openly and publicly are saying that it didn't happen to him. He's lying. Yeah. Mm. And that it was a love fest. But again, he had to go to them and say, 
here's what happened. And they're like, yeah, this didn't happen. I mean, as Jared points out all the time, they're all lying and they know they're lying. They're not believers in any of these causes, the people here in the government. Well, there are some fringy ones that have snuck in as of late, but, you know, like today when uh, Elaine Stefanik came out and was like, January 6th was caused by Nancy Pelosi. (laughs) Peace (laughs) out. Peace out, bitches. You, you, You know that it wasn't. She knows that it wasn't. But, you know, her willingness to come out and say that you know, surely doesn't make it any less disappointing for someone like these officers who were testifying today. The officer that said that, you know, he considered, you know, reaching for his, his, uh... Sidearm? His gun, but he thought if he, you know, that would only justify the mob killing him. Mm -hmm. Like, because, you know, he can only take out so many people with his gun before he gets overrun, so all he did was fall to the floor and scream that, Please, I have kids, I have kids, hoping mm. that someone there wasn't a monster. Mm. And overhearing one say, take his gun and kill him with it. Kill him with his own weapon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, and this is another part of this that I just don't get. So, re- we saw Trump recently did his little speech that was only picked up by OAN, thank God, where he was stating that, oh, yeah. Or, no, no, I'm sorry, it wasn't the speech. It was him getting interviewed for some book. And he was giving the old, oh, no, there was hugs and kisses, and it was a very warm and, uh-huh. and this and that situation. How hard does it do you have to not look at these videos that are out? So for somebody who actually believes that it was a love fest, like Trump said, I mean, there's so much video and audio. Are they just not seeing it? Well, do they actually believe this? Or are they are they too in on this stupid lie? And just well, even cons- though – go ahead. C- consider consider poss- the possibility – uh, from Trump, from Trump's point of view, it was a love fest. All of those people were fighting for him. None of that was horrible. It was all wonderful because they were all fighting for him. It was a love fest in his point right, of view. But but he is legitimate. He's saying a love fest between the police and the rioters that they were hugs mm. and kisses, legit, like not figuratively, literally. So I, are, I think he's are, just are, extending. Are, correct. Yeah. Uh, so okay, so because I'm because I'm getting the feeling that there are Trump supporters or people who, who are Republican voters who actually believe that there was no violence at this thing. There must be some, even though it was very clear and covered by every major news outlet, every social media outlet, tons of internet spaces to go see it. Like there's unlimited coverage of this and what actually happened. But yes, at this point, there are plenty of Trump supporters that believe it or are able to willfully deny it. Trump is not one of them. Or Trump just- has been very clear recently to uh, I forget there there are like two books that came out, not the Michael Wolf book, the other book. The- oh, only I can fix it. That's mm. yeah, that's where he was quoted saying this hugs and kisses shit. Saying, like, yeah. yeah, they were like, "Well, why do you, you know, why do you lie about everything?" And he said, "Because of disinformation." It muddies the water, and then no one can hold me accountable. Like, he was on Front Street about it. He's like, I create disinformation on purpose. Sure. But there's got to be some Republican voters who are just going along, like, no, saw this video and go, holy shit, that was violent. But Trump said it was hugs and kisses, so I got to go down this hugs and kisses route? Yes. Wow. Yeah, that is the same that person is who- some fucked up shit. It is. It is. I mean, but it's the same person who is still convinced that Obama's a secret Muslim. Right. I'm going to jump down to my final story because it kind of fits perfectly in here, and that is my crazy conspiracy theory of the week. So there are people on in that circle right now that believe that the the the, uh, Joe Biden does not live in the actual White House. 
He lives in an 80% sized scale model of the White House that is in Tyler Perry's um, uh, estate in Georgia. That is so specific. What? Tyler Perry's what? estate? What? Tyler Perry, yes. Why 80% replica? Oh, 80. Okay, I thought it was an like 80%. 80 scale replica. Yeah. So it's, it's a scale so, replica okay. of the White House. So, but just 20% smaller. Yes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> To make Joe Biden look bigger? <laughs> is this some is this some fucking Lord of the Rings shit? <laughs> oh, and, uh, and, and all of the the dignitaries that come to visit, they're all also being you know black hooded and taken to Georgia, so that you know it makes it appear that you know he's actually at the White House still. But yeah, it's Tyler. It's on Tyler Perry's lot in uh, Georgia. And this is to fool the rest of the United States because Joe Biden's not actually the president, and Trump is in the real White House. Exactly. Yes. Correct. With the 100% scale <laughs> to make right. his <laughs> – Not the slightly smaller White House. You would think Trump would be in the smaller one to make his hands look bigger. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, crazy conspiracy thing and what people will believe, the, the lid is off on, you know, what people will believe at this point. Listen, even we're having trouble with it now. Just go back to that same story with – what was her name? Rebecca. Rebecca. Yeah. Yeah. We're fucked. This this whole fucking world is <laughs> fucked. <laughs> I think so. I think I think a combination of the media and the uh, the internet has finally destroyed us. Yeah, mm. I th I think uh, we should just relegate the internet to porn and video games and just no information. I'm sorry. It was cool that you could get the wealth of human knowledge at your fingertips, but it is just done to way too much damage. <laughs> yeah, people are not responsible enough for that. Uh, people are yep. not educated enough. People are not taught critical thinking skills anymore and they right. believe crazy shit i mean even we are susceptible to a certain extent i don't th i mean that we are never going to believe that anybody lives in an 80 percent scale of the white house in tyler perry's backyard that's just bonkers off the wall but um <laughs> it, you know the, the the lies nibble at the edges though so although i am finding it hilarious careful. thinking of joe biden sitting at a smaller resolute desk <laughs> <laughs> it explains the picture of him and the carters mm-hmm Oh my god! <laughs> that was at their house, though. So did they build an eighty percent replica of the Carters' house and, and an eighty percent replica of the Carters? Yeah, <laughs> they cloned uh, them, sped up their age, but <laughs> yes, exactly. Thank you, Jeff. That's what it looks like. <laughs> uh, I, so I had to look up who this person was that uh, the Grinch posted on. Julie Kelly apparently started tweeting about uh, Officer Fanon, the guy testifying. He was uh, taken to the hospital, diagnosed with heart attack, severe brain injury, PTSD. She's calling him a crisis actor. Crisis mm -hmm. actor Fanon just beat on the table and said it's disgraceful that any elected official denies his narrative of what happened on January 6th. What, there's a lot in there. First... A crisis actor denies like his Hogg. narrative, so she's denying that anything violent happened. That's just his narrative of what happened. Uh, then she said he calls it an insurrection, blasting GOP lawmakers, now says it's, it isn't about politics, and then finish it up with, he has many tattoos. <laughs> no. So therefore you can't believe him? Right. Mm. He has tattoos, therefore he's one of those, <laughs> and you what, shouldn't take his- Trump supporter? His, He's, he's, <laughs> shouldn't take him seriously because he has tattoos. He's a crisis actor. He's making it up. That's his narrative. Holy crap. So, not really a cop. Hired by George Soros, I assume, to be an actor like David Hogg? Tyler Perry, apparently. Oh, yeah, Tyler Perry. Jesus. He's running a whole <laughs> fake studio down there in Georgia. 
but just can't get that extra 20% on all the sets. He's trying to save it, Buck. I did learn along the way that Tyler Perry actually does have a huge studio in Georgia. That's where like all these shows that are being filmed in Georgia, a lot of them are being filmed on Tyler Perry's estate, evidently. Hey, he's a smart uh, man. Eh, very much so. Why not get George Lucas and Spielberg in on this and just CGI the whole fucker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You already had a conspiracy of thousands of people. Just add a few more. Make it much simpler on yourself. Yeah. Right. Do you think we could start a conspiracy? Ten, ten years from now, you could do a re-release where Officer Fasone shoots first? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and they just keep changing it every time the story comes out. <laughs> then we'll say, no, they shot at the same time. <laughs> well, the thing about the the thing about Republicans that I have been finding amusing is they all get on the same talking points very quickly. So they do. Since, they are well organized. Since this Julie Kelly is doing it, and she is, I don't know, she doesn't have an official role, but she has written some books against never Trumpers, and she's a, she's a GOP talking person. So <laughs> I I guarantee you that you're going to start hearing. The uh, officers referred to as crisis actors talking about their narrative. Um, I, I guarantee that you're going to, to continue hearing this in the next few days. For sure. A little bit off topic, but we should start a game on this show where, Ray, you tell us three conspiracy theories. <laughs> One of them you made up. The other two are real ones that are out there. And we have to guess which one's the fake one. <laughs> Uh, at this oh my point, God. as many conspiracy theories that are out there, it might not be that hard to, to actually put that together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to wander into the crazy town part of the internet, though, to well, find them. You can just go to conspiracy theory uh, subreddit, pick a, pick mm, a choose from there. That's I would dark, do it, but I'm lazy. I'm, I'm more of an idea man, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a doer. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else on the uh, the hearing, the insurrection? Any Anything you want to cover? Other than fuck Stefanik. Well, and and her asinine fucking reply to what's going on. Mm. Well, I mean, she has a point. If Nancy Pelosi didn't exist, then you know this may not have had to have happened, right? That's is that where she was coming <laughs> mm-hmm. from? I think where she was going is because of Nancy Pelosi's first attempt to impeach Trump for the crimes that he really did commit, and then he got away with it. He was emboldened to the point where he believed he was untouchable <laughs> and was happy to attempt to coup. Mm. So we can trace it back to Pelosi. It's her fault for trying to hold him accountable for his original lesser crimes. You know who's really responsible for these riots? Mike Pence, for not doing what he was supposed to do. <laughs> if he had Volunteering j- to go out there and be hung? No, if he had just done uh, what, what Trump asked him to do, there would have been no riot. <laughs> well, that's true. We would, have, we would have had a constitutional crisis, but... Oh, yeah. I mean, it would have been against the law. And all, well, maybe maybe not yeah. against the law. I don't know these days when it comes to mm. politics, but yeah. Why don't they blame Mike Pence? If we let them hang Mike Pence, will this all be over? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not opposed to this idea. <laughs> Indiscriminate death. No. All right. You're safe, Mike Pence. <laughs> okay. All right. We're pretty deep in it, but since since... Where we're taking so a couple seconds to to release some pressure about some things about this that make me angry. <laughs> Let me get one little thing off my chest that has been bothering me as of late. I will not stand for Donald Trump and company's attempt to turn Alicia Babbitt into a MAGA martyr. Mm. She was a terrorist oh my God, yeah. who chose to go down to the Capitol building on January 6th 
to attack, kidnap, and potentially kill members of Congress. She was shot in the line of duty by one of the Capitol Police who was trying to defend the Capitol that day because she was attempting to breach a window to get access to these government officials. It was not a member of Chuck Schumer's secret police. No. She is not a hero that was down there for a love fest. She made terrible life choices and faced a very unfortunate consequence. I mean, really, I have always thought, really, until this year, I had thought that if there had been a mob attacking the Capitol building, more than one person would have been killed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I honestly thought that storming the Capitol building would be a, a a a spot where you would see multiple bodies. Yeah. Well, you know what, though? If you listen, when they played some of the phone calls or the radio chatter between the cops and whoever they were talking to, it just seemed very like, we don't know what to do. Mm. type of talk like because who would have and i mean again and it's possibly just because of the that the night the nativity of living in america and being like this will never happen here right that nobody was because if this was in some third world third world country they all would have been laid out on the ground dead so it, yeah. it just might have been that like gee, we're not what do we do we, we're not trained to do this right and i think that there's a distinct possibility and i hope they'll get to it or at least ask the question that the part of the delay in the National Guard coming to back them up was that Trump was insisting that they go to back up the protesters. I think that's a distinct possibility. I don't know how you're going to get any information on that. He's not the type of person to write anything down. Yeah. Like who's going to turn witness on the on something like that? Like if, I, I mean if government if you know uh, military officials are subpoenaed, would they? The reason we didn't go is because we were being told to do something that was unacceptable. I think he he has already said things like that. Is that that he wanted them to go and um, support him? He wanted you know the coup, and I think that's why the potentially that's why there was a delay. I, it's just my thought, but I, I will be really curious in you know the next week or so. If we hear inklings of that. I think it's I mean, going to be a, a lot longer than a week. And it's true. a it's a no win situation because if they did kill a lot of people. I mean, th regardless, they're still Americans, and you don't want to see people die. But again, what do you do? You know? I think yeah. I said it earlier in the show, we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on uh, to, uh, to, to another, unless you, then to something you really wanted to discuss. A couple other things I wanted to hit this week. Go other for than it. that, I, I, I'm, I'm with Ian in my rage, so go on. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, so this is not rage- Filling, really, except, uh, you know, it's climate change. So if you haven't been paying attention to uh, what all has been going on, let me give you a rundown real quick. Uh, the Middle East, uh, they're really fucked. Uh, 122 degrees Fahrenheit in uh, Iran, 123.8 degrees. Um, Iraq it was 124 degrees. Because their power grid is, let's say, not tip-top, Power grids have uh, basically gone down. So if you're not rich enough to have a generator, you don't have any air conditioning. Yeah, people are dying left and right in the Middle East. Uh, the 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 heat is hitting them. I mean, it's the Middle East, so I I almost said unbelievably, but no, it's totally believable. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it is really bad there. There's there's really no not much in the way of electricity, which is then impacting food supplies. No refrigeration. It's it's really in a dire situation. Also, I don't know if you saw the uh, the commuters 
in China who were trapped in the subway that had flooded. That looked mm. horrific. No, I did not see that. Yeah, it they're up to, up to their chests in water in a subway, looking oh very God. sad. Did that? Don't tell me that. That's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that's the stuff of nightmares right there. Y- yeah. yeah. In Oregon, there was a 61-year-old handcrafted ukuleles, is what the uh, 61-year-old made. Uh, slowly died of uh, searing temperature, turning their, their home into an oven. Um, massive Is floodings. this story all for my benefit as I roast in my own house? <laughs> <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, I'm trying to rush through these stories. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Central Europe, Nigeria, Uganda, India, uh, hundreds of people dying from uh, heat wave and flooding. Yeah, but climate change. That's just uh, that's just scientists trying to grift you, trying to make money, right? That's not... Uh, that's all those scientists do. Mm. Right? I mean, I don't know how you can not see it. I mean, and this is a generous estimate on my part. In the next 20 years, the West Coast is going to be out of water. Yeah, you can see it. LA, Arizona, New Mexico, Nevada, done water-wise. Well, what they're going to have to do is bring up desalinization plants and, you know, yeah. do a, a ocean water. That is really, really expensive. Yes, it is. If only we had people who had so much money, hmm. they took lunch trips to space. <laughs> we could use some of that money to build desalinization plants and save the country. But nay, says I. <laughs> so I think my, my whole point is that uh, I think, I don't know who it was, Ian, Jared, somebody had mentioned... We are, we are in the beginning stages of an extinction event. Yes. Yeah. Named I, after us. I don't. Uh, I don't see how that isn't true. True. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent true. I'm not sure what it's going to take. You know, what I'm saying for for these people to. I mean, is it going to have to be when their lives are actually inconvenienced? Oh no, I know the answer. The answer will be the, when the stock market tanks, because that's the only thing that matters. I guess, but I mean, like, is it going to take, like, their grandchildren bursting into flames, you know, when they go play out on the lawn? Oh, their grandchildren won't burst into flames. They'll be in the air-conditioned underground bunker. They'll be fine. Oh, okay, okay. Right, but I mean, you're right, Jared. It, it, there is, it, that's what we're seeing now, you know, with COVID. There's no limit. People who are on a ventilator are saying, I'm not going to get the vaccine. Right. I, I, that you is- government can't tell me what to do. This is a hoax. Uh, you know, I, this ventilator is just, uh, for show, I'm a crisis actor. <laughs> that is mind-boggling to me. I've seen uh, tons of stories like that and interviews of people on oxygen state. Oh, fuck that vaccine. Yep. <laughs> I, I was in the hospital for three months and unconscious for two of them. But like, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> I've also what seen you- people uh, changing their, their tune, being in the hospital, being told that they're going to be intubated, and uh, say, well, uh, what about the vaccine? I'll take the vaccine now. Yeah. A little yeah. late. Doesn't work that way. Two weeks ago. Might have helped. So, uh, yeah, we hadn't quite got on to <laughs> COVID yet. Uh, I did want to uh, to mention uh, – I, th- I kind of wanted to get into a discussion. Maybe I'll save this for, for next week. But the, the Olympic – there was a guy involved in the Olympics. He was a director of the opening ceremony, was dismissed a day before the ceremony was held due to his uh, a joke about the Holocaust. Did you see this at all? Did this make you know the news feed? <laughs> oh, dear. He, he had done a skit in the late 90s, 23 years ago, 
uh, where he had referred to a his there were two two guys he referred to the other guy and had said referring to some paper dolls that were on the the, the stage he he referred to them and said that they were the ones from that time you said let's play the holocaust I, I didn't quite get what was funny in there like i don't have it in context so i don't but it was some right. skit that they were doing but apparently that was enough to 23 years later get him fired from being the director of uh, the opening ceremonies hmm. oh i get holocaust jokes are not, not you know entertaining <laughs> for a lot of people Speak for yourself. I find them fucking hilarious. Okay, so I'm going to stop you right there and tell you that Holocaust jokes are, in fact, very well, funny. The, Holocaust denial uh, is unfunny. Right. The, jokes about serious, tragic stuff, funny. I, it depends. Like, the joke has to be funny, right? <laughs> like, if it's not funny and it's just mocking something. Right. That, well, that one was just I, – I, I don't even know that it was a joke. I don't understand the – well, we don't know what, what sketch he was doing. Right. Well, yeah, I, we don't know what state that these cardboard cutouts of people were looking, you know. Were they, like, really emaciated? Was that why? Did they, were they really skinny? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It just refers to his paper dolls. I couldn't find the video. Supposedly, the video resurfaced recently, but I couldn't find it. So, I don't know. But In all honesty, my response is, calm the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This That's, you know... <sighs> It was a joke that was done 23 years ago. It didn't sound like he was mocking the Holocaust. It didn't sound like he was mocking the survivors, the people who were killed. It was just a joke. Like hmm. I I again, I it seems like he was he was canceled for not a good reason, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. You're not. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> not knowing the context of the joke, it's hard to tell, but yeah, it doesn't seem it seems a bit of an overreaction. Yeah. That was my. I'm more offended they... because I'm more offended because it was an unfunny joke. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Put some I, more thought into your joke. <laughs> not seeing it, it's hard to tell. I mean, maybe it was something, you know, brutally horrendous, and I don't know. so I, I, I would like to, you know, reserve judgment and not get on some train that I can't get off of later. <laughs> you can get off of any train. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, I um, learned a lesson recently about you know believing people. So. <laughs> So I guess uh, you know if we can find the video and and, and see what yeah. what the problem was, but again I looked for it, so I I, I don't know. My Google Foo is not that strong. Uh, some stuff on the coronavirus. Republicans have started changing their tunes. Uh, there's a whole list of people. I'm not going to go through them all, but uh, McConnell and uh, 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 Scalise, Scalise of Louisiana, basically saying, you know, hey, everybody should get the should get the vaccine. Everybody should do this because it's it's just it's astounding how they can pretend that what they previously said just didn't didn't happen, didn't exist. Did you see Trump's comment on it? Uh, I haven't heard it. Trump? No. Yeah, in, it, in, it, in his little speech, he goes, well, one, he's taking credit for the vaccine. You know, that mm. was all me. I came up with the vaccine, and I, I, I highly urge you to get it. But I also support your right if you don't want to take it. <laughs> mm. Well, you don't want to, you know, turn anybody away because, yeah. you know, they, they give him money. So I will say that Mitch McConnell has from the from quite early on told people to get the, the vaccine. He has been a staunch supporter of the vaccine. He's a horrible, evil troll, but- in this one particular instance, he has been towing the line. Well, the word down the news pipeline, too, is that Rupert Murdoch put a dictate out to Fox News and be like, that's it. Get on the vaccine train. Mm. Everybody, I think, except Tucker is on board now. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm done with this shit. <laughs> well, the stock market was affected, so. Yeah. Exactly. 
Yep. Look at the look at the governor of what is it Alabama who was just like this is straight up unvaccinated. Yeah, Ivy was like it's the unvaccinated <laughs> people's fault. Yeah. yeah, blame them. Again, she seems like a horrible person and is wrong on most issues. Yeah. Yeah. But here she comes saying, "Listen, I'm I'm really exhausted." It's it's hard <laughs> it's hard to ignore vaccinated. a 300% increase in hospital uh occupancy. Right. And um see the CDC uh, a few hours before we you know, started recording, said, all right, um, in areas where prevalence is high, even vaccinated people should wear masks inside. So fire up your maps again. See where you are. Sorry, Jeff, you're in Florida. <laughs> you're just going to have to wear a mask inside again. And could I could I comment on the whole CDC thing? Because I heard a couple of media outlets saying that, well, the CDC has reversed course. No, no. no. Their course is to follow the data. They haven't reversed course. They're seeing the numbers and they they are saying, all right, you need to start implementing stuff again because shit's getting bad. Yeah. Right. It's not CDC changing their mind. They're following the data just like they always have. Right. Are you telling me that scientists don't know everything about a subject as soon as we find out about it? That there's not experimentation and trial and error? That that if they change their minds, they're fucking (laughs) flip-floppers? Well, the Delta variant has changed the variables, too. So – Science. They're just fucking with, with us, Karen. They're just fucking with us. They don't know. Fauci doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Remember when he told us not to wear masks? It's just following the data. You know, like the first month that the COVID was <laughs> like, <laughs> even then I was trying to say to people, I'm like, do you think they know everything about this COVID virus already? Like, right. like someone handed them a, a complete a, a, a book on everything about it? Like, oh my God, use your fucking brain. <laughs> Sorry. Nope, nope, that's fine. It's. It, I also have a lot of anger about this issue that's being built up to the point, like, I can't even stand the term breakthrough COVID cases. Why are you calling them breakthrough COVID cases? Because you're trying to downplay the efficacy of the vaccine. No one calls them breakthrough flu cases when you get a flu shot and get the flu. Right. It's all bullshit to make it sound, to, to god damn it, people just get the goddamn vaccine i mean right. did you see was i think it was at cpac laura bobert like marching around about the Fauci, Fauci, Fauci. i mean mm. what are we fucking babies she is what's amazing though is that i heard that Fauci ouchy thing from a from a friend of mine who's into all that shit months ago hmm. that that must be a thing and i'm just like and she's like doing it like she's a fucking cheerleader and i'm like what a fucking hero you're gonna mm. get people killed nice going like, all that hate towards Fauci, like, it just drives me nuts. Like, what is his – what's Dr. Fauci's endgame? He's a fucking scientist. <laughs> Not word one about Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk or any of these other fucking billionaires who actually have agendas. Oh, or not to mention all the fucking shitbags in the government. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Speaking sorry. of, I wanted to hit one of those rip- shitbags in the government. Uh, Ronnie Jackson, who, if you remember, <laughs> the Candyman, <laughs> yeah, Candyman, Candyman, candy man, Ronnie. <laughs> uh, this was a previous phys- physician to uh, the President Trump. Uh, he is now a representative from Texas who tried to. He had a man. He told off this reporter. The reporter was asking about the number of Republicans who had been vaccinated. And he came to the mic and said, I think as as press, you have responsibility to ask these questions of the Democrats as well. How many of these Democrats are willing to say whether or not they've been vaccinated? And he thought this was a, you know, a real gotcha. comeback, a real, a gotcha. Yeah, a real gotcha. Yeah. And as it turns out, they had asked. It was a 100% response. They've all been vaccinated. <laughs> yeah. Why would they? Yeah. 
Boy, putting doctor in front of your name does not make you a smart person anymore, does it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, 48, 44.8% of House Republicans surveyed, that responded to the surveyed, had been uh, vaccinated. So that's just no, the people who responded yeah. and said that but they were how vaccinated. Many of them, how many of them have actually, actually been vaccinated, though? I mean, they're I not true 90, believers. 98% of them are vaccinated. I bet you Ronnie Johnson... Is, or oh, yeah. is it Jackson? Jackson. Jackson. Johnson. Ronnie Jackson. 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 Yeah. He's fucking, he got it. Oh, yeah. Well, they never answered the question either. I mean, stupid um, uh, Margaret, Marjorie Taylor Greene said, that's a HIPAA violation to ask me that. No. No, it's not a HIPAA violation. It is a HIPAA <laughs> much, violation much for like your doctor. Much like vaccines, doctor. they also don't understand HIPAA. Right. Yeah. It, it Which is also, a, it by is the way, HIPAA... means she got it. She got right. the vaccine. Because she didn't answer right. the question. It's a HIPAA right. violation for her doctor to release that information without her permission. That's it. I could ask you all you want. Fucking mo- Oh, my God. Well, so then maybe – now, that would be an okay defense for maybe Ronnie Jackson. Maybe he's his own doctor. <laughs> so under HIPAA, he can't release any sort of information about himself. You can tell your doctor that they're allowed to release the information. So he could tell himself he's allowed to release the information <laughs> on himself, and then it would be okay. <laughs> Okay, good. <laughs> but the, the sick part about this that, that that makes me so fucking angry is that they're doing this shit and putting out this misinformation so they can win elections and consolidate yeah. power and keep in their job. It's like, I don't know how you could be so fucking inhuman yeah. to say like, to be like, my agenda is the most important fucking thing over all things. And I don't care if fucking people die. Actually, the people I want to vote for me are might die. Right. But, you know. But not enough of a will would, that it won't make a difference. Right. Like, they can't yeah. say this. We can't get behind this one fucking simple thing. <laughs> and, and why is it political? Why is it political to save people's lives with a vaccine? Because one dumbass mouth breather said, I'm a Trump supporter, and I'm also not getting the vaccine. And everyone's like, shit, okay, we got to toe this fucking line now, because I got to keep my fucking job. Because the cult, the cult follows Trump, and Trump believes in some of the conspiracy theories that he hears from his followers. I think that's all it boils down to. Trump propagates a conspiracy theory. Boom, it's law. Right. And then these fucking morons, they can't do anything else except fucking raise money and pretend to fucking represent people that they their jobs are so fucking desperate. Yeah. Oh, right. I forgot. What would fucking Ted Cruz do if he wasn't in the Senate? I forgot. Another part of this, too, is you have to maintain the level of fear. If you get people vaccinated, their fear level will go down and they won't give you as much money and they will go back to not voting. Because they won't care as much anymore. You have to yeah. maintain the level of fear. Last thing I wanted to hit real quick. Uh, Biden made a comment about he, he's hoping for full FDA approval of the vaccine soon. This has been an mm-hmm. argument for people who didn't want to get the vaccine. Well, it's not approved by the FDA. If it's not fully approved, then I'm not going to get it. This is something that I think the FDA – look, I understand. The FDA sh- should be science-driven, Right. But part of it's that a, it's si- a big bureaucracy. Yeah. But part of that science should also be looking at the social impact of what's going on. And when you have a whole bunch of people saying, "Well, we're not going to get it because it's not FDA approved," them continuing to delay just strengthens that argument. And their delay, say there is something wrong with one of the vaccines. Say that in 18 months there's some sort of fallout and people get sick. It's not going to happen. That's not how vaccines work, but whatever. Let's say that something, one of the conspiracy theories is, is actually true. The FDA doesn't save any face by delaying. People are still going to blame the government 
for the vaccine being out there because there was an emergency authorization. Why did the FDA do that if, if it, you know, if this was going to happen? So they're not saving themselves anything by delaying the full approval. I know that they're just, you know, following the science and following the strict rules and, and everything, but it's, it's a double-edged sword for them. They're fucked if they do and they're fucked if they don't. So why not just approve it to get the vaccine out there so that we have fewer people dying? Mm-hmm. Because if they can maintain their integrity by following the rules they already have. So the, the people that you are referencing in this argument aren't objecting because of this. That is just – it's not true. If the FDA came out three months ago and said, absolutely, this vaccine has our full approval, they would find a different reason to not get vaccinated. Ian's probably right. This is not stopping any – but their non-approval is stopping zero people from getting the vaccine. They're just using that as an excuse. Absolutely. That's probably true. Absolutely. They will find – Whatever excuse, and there is an unlimited amount of misinformation out there that they can that they can latch onto causes infertility, causes five G <laughs> microchips, Magnetic, um, yeah, yeah. What was it? There was a uh, I can't remember what the the it was a two named syndrome that a handful of people got affected by something Barr syndrome. Oh, Gillian Barr, yeah, yep, Gillian Barr syndrome. Anything. Um, there was a uh, like ten. Service members who who got some sort of uh, enlargement of the heart muscle, the, yeah. the heart muscle, and then it shrank back down. Anything, there's anything you can think of. So yeah, the FDA. I don't even think they're dragging their feet. The F- the FDA doing their due diligence before they fully approve this will sway zero people. It's true, but I th- firmly believe that. Having, I do some- agree with you, I do agree with Ian, but also if they just did it, there might be a small fraction, and I'm just like the more the better. So just fucking do it. <laughs> I mean, a few thousand people across the country, sure. I mean, the one thing I find curious, though, is there's, there's this other story going on at the same time that the FDA approved this um, Alzheimer's drug. And this Alzheimer's drug, according to the scientific literature and the people, that, the scientists that are all pissed off at the moment, it's not – the case for approving this was not that strong. It doesn't have that much promise. It should not have been approved. And it certainly should not have been promoted the way that it was promoted. So why did the Alzheimer's get – drug get approved and not the vaccine. And the answer is what the answer always is. It's money, a lot of money by a pharmaceutical company to be made off of this Alzheimer's drug. I think the problem is, is that there's not enough money to be made, sadly, off of this vaccine. So it doesn't get the attention of the lobbyists who push the FDA. Sure. It lasts too long and it's too effective. Right. Right. I mean, the reason we have not had a vaccine for the common cold is just my personal you know, uh, conspiracy theory. People haven't worked on it before because it's, it supports the whole industry of cold medicine. It's, you know, up until now, it wasn't that harmful. So it was just a continual source of funding. Why bother working on it? It's the source of money. Sure. Absolutely. The flu killed a few people. So we have a vaccine for that. And, you know, all of a sudden, you know, the, the COVID got a whole bunch worse. So I'm like, oh, crap, now we got to come up with a vaccine for it. It's a little conspiratorial, I'll, I'll admit, but... Oh, but it's one of those obvious French street conspiracies. <laughs> I'm totally with you. There's nothing. Oh my God, that that yeah. No, they've been clear about that. They were clear even lesser things when when the housing market collapsed and the banks stole mm. all that money and everybody's like, well, we should probably persecute them. And Obama was like, we can't do that. There, they have unlimited money. <laughs> they gave us pretty money. Madoff. They had a sacrificial yeah. lamb. Mm. 
So we're running long, and I I, I hate to cut off the I conversation, know. but well, I'll, I'll just uh, I'll throw in my two cents on that is that you know that that's what you get when you live in a capitalist society where people can make money off of other people being sick. There you go. Yeah. True. And on a quick side note, I don't want to get too far into it. There is a little bit more that the Democrats could do too. They are not completely innocent. They got to be fucking harder. More sure. mandates, more shit like that. You know, make sure all government employees. You know. You're, I know they're on the right side, and they are saying get it, but fuck it. If we got to force these people to do it, force them. Because I'm sick of wearing a fucking mask. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I think Biden's about to tell all federal employees and contractors that you either get the vaccine or you are tested once a week. I think that was supposed to be coming out in the next I couple agree of days. That, that is about to happen. Yeah. All right. I think I wanna, I'm going to call it there. Uh, that's all we got for this week. Um Want to start off by thanking our patrons for supporting the podcast, especially uh, those of you who could join us tonight, Alpha, Grinch, and Jeff. We do appreciate it. If you enjoy the podcast, there are several ways you can support it. You can share the podcast on social media, leave a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. Uh, you can join us on uh, the Patreon page and join us on Discord. Uh, if you would like to contact us about a story, uh, something that we said, or something that uh, you'd like for us to talk about, uh, you can post to our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. Also, I want to encourage people to check out the soon-to-be-named network. It's a podcasting network of which we are a member. Soon-to-be-namednetwork.com for all of your podcasting needs. I want to uh, thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm dying of heat in here, and I'm Jared. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ian. Turn your fan on. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Good night, and may our God go with you. <laughs>